to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle. Yes, sir. What's the weirdest motel room you've ever stayed in? Oh, I actually have a story about this. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> so I went to college at Indiana University at South Bend. Our big trips out there were to Chicago because Chicago was about two hours away. So that's where our big city was. So that's where we would do all this stuff. And I went there with a friend. I will not say him by name because I don't think he would, comes off very well in this story. Um, oh, no. <laughs> but as we were going to there, we were going to go to a theater event. I mean, I I can't remember. I think it was to a play, uh, something that was touring at the time. I can't remember exactly what it was because the rest of the night stayed with me very much, so much so that it wiped the previous fun stuff away. I was like, oh, man, it's, it's going to be late to come back. He's like, oh, don't worry. I, I, I got a place for us to stay. I was like, oh, fantastic. Like, I, I, like driving at night is one of my least favorite things. I get, I get super tired. I don't want to have to deal with it. We're coming back. Those of you who don't know, <laughs> there's Chicago proper, and there's this huge area that surrounds it, and – the further south you go, the rougher things get. So uh, the roughest part of Indiana, I would say, is probably Gary, Indiana. And so where the two meet is pretty dicey. Uh, I, I say this as someone who lived in Indiana for you know more than, uh, more than two decades. Uh, it's, it's pretty rough down there. So as we're going off, he, he pulls off into an area like that. And I was like, where are we going? And he's like, oh, yeah, well, it, it's, it's right there. And he points up, and there's a giant neon sign next to the highway that everyone who drives from South Bend to Chicago knows. 1999 a night. He was like, yeah, it's, it was right there. I figure that's the easiest place to go. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> going into this hotel, first of all, two-inch bulletproof glass around the person at the front counter. And we got in. We got a hotel room. The ice bucket was a literal bucket with a handle on it. And uh, so we go inside, and the television, this, this is in, in, the, in the late 90s, the television was black and white and had two channels, ABC and the parking lot. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> because this was used by... Long haul truckers, and so they had a parking lot channel truck. so you could make sure no one was messing oh, with your rig. No. The, the amount of noise and smells just walking through the hallway to get to the room, I was like, I don't think I slept at all that night. And I never let this person make our Pick travel plans again. Now that is, okay, That that's not where I thought, I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> my my one that I always love to talk about is um, so I've done the cross country trip several times, uh, you know, on Interstate 40. And when you go to Amarillo, Texas, there is the big famous Big Texan. So that's the famous mm. restaurant that has the huge like 72 ounce steak that you can eat like in under an hour and it's free. But they also have a, a, a motel that goes with it, the Big Texan Motel. So it's on Interstate 40 in Amarillo. And we were doing a road trip one time with my brother's family, my nephews, Mitchell and Nathan. Hello, gentlemen. Nice to, mm-hmm. nice to, to see you. Shout out to them. We're late at that night. We've made it all the way from Phoenix to Amarillo on the first night. Everyone's tired. We're rolling over to the, to the place. And I didn't tell them where we were going. And my nephew, Nathan, sees the sign, the big Texan with the cowboy. And I go, he goes, where are we staying, Uncle Rob? And I'm like, right there. And all he does is he listens <laughs> and he goes, cowboys. I hate cowboys. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you son of a... <laughs> <laughs> We're going there and sleeping. So we get there, right? It's just Morgan and I. They had their room. This place, you got to check it out online. Okay. Their motel, the front, the facade of it is designed like all these little, like an old Western town. So the facade are like all these different buildings, but oh. they're just motel rooms. Okay. And the only thing that I remember is as you walk into the room, it was a very modest room, which was perfectly fine. Oh, sure. 
it had like, you know, the weird like wood wagon wheel on the wall <laughs> and everything else. But, you know, you've got like your bedroom and then you've got like the bathroom and then like the shower and the toilet. The space between the ba- <laughs> the bathroom and the bedroom had like saloon doors. Oh, oh. completely <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, they weren't for any reason other than, well, it's going to be a Western place, so we're going to put saloon doors in the rooms. Like, And I just remember thinking, hmm, okay. <laughs> so anyway. Still a nicer motif than the yeah. hotel room we're oh, going to see today. You, no, you, you win, you win. <laughs> story all right so we okay thanks for listening to us like just go crazy about motel rooms i mean because there's not a whole lot in this myth no no there's a there's a lot of uh hotel uh uh, sitting around and looking at things action here in minute 64 of the incredible hulk directed by louis leterrier from all the way back in 2008 our pickup where we left off which is uh next to the product placement sorry next to the vending machines uh and uh, Bruce wakes up when, and Betty and scores him, and it looks like uh, this has really taken a toll on him. We oh, we've he never looks trashed. We, the last time we saw Bruce, it was after he had woken up from his last thing, and it he didn't seem that bad. He seemed more disoriented than actually, you know, physically hurt. But this time, he seems spent, like he's been up for six days straight, and you know, I mean, like he's shaky on his feet, like he is really not feeling good, and that's that's not something we've we've seen post transformation before, that that the Hulk really takes a a toll on Bruce afterwards. Now, do you think that's because? Do you think that's just simply just dramatic effect, or do you think it's because the battle was so he had to deal with so much stuff, and he smashed so many things, and he had to deal with explosions and helicopters and everything? I guess so. I, I, I that's I that's my thought. Is it's kind of like uh, why uh, baseball players have to ice down after a game. You know, right. it's that same kind of thing. Like you've used all the muscles. I mean, and, and he literally has used all the muscles because they became gigantic muscles and now smaller muscles again. So that's got to take a toll. It's just interesting that we never really saw that before. It's like this seems like a new symptom right. of a thing that we. So it, it seems a little out of out of nowhere. Right. Uh, even though it makes sense. And we also notice too, as she's walking him to the room, this is an out, outdoor motel, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, we see a sign in the background. And we can just see, we can make out E-mile fork for the most part. But <laughs> yeah. it, doing a little bit of sleuthing, and we'll see this later on, but it is has a prominent role right there is, that's five-mile fork, which is a community in Spotsylvania County, five miles west of Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yeah, that's right, because we're Culver University, supposedly, right. is in... Virginia, so they're on the outskirts of Virginia, uh, and and probably going to be headed north. Right. In, but I thought this was interesting because we've <laughs> talked about, when we talked about Culver University, and we know that that isn't actually in Virginia because of where they filmed this. Mm-mm. Did they actually make right. the, you know, we, I think we've talked like off episode about not knowing, no one really seems to know where this location of this filming is of this motel. Yeah. It's, it's. Yeah, we, we did, we did some checking and, and realized other people had done checking and couldn't find exactly where this one was. In the next minute, we'll see an establishing shot of what it looks like, but it turns out that was not where they shot it. That was just a a, a nice uh, piece of footage they had that sort of matched where this. So wait, what this are we like. assuming then that this is somewhere in Canada? Somewhere in Canada, and they actually mocked up the five mile fork sign. Apparently, wow! That Go I mean, production design. Okay, going back to what we've talked about before, kudos to the production design people. Yeah. Because that's amazing. Yeah, because they didn't. I, I can. T- I can guarantee uh, 
that they did not fly to Virginia to shoot right? the hotel scenes. No, that doesn't. That makes no sense. No. I mean, zero. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome. We have uh, something we haven't seen before also, uh, and I don't think we're, we're going to really see again, uh, in that Bruce gets a flashback of the Hulk. Oh. We see him. He's he's in the shower. He's doing it, uh, and then suddenly, to him, the the nozzle of the shower turns into the front of the minigun on top of the Apache that had uh, had shot at him earlier, which is really close up. So it's like, is that a little vision of of how good the Hulk's eyes are? Right. That he could see that like that clearly. He could sort of binocular like zoom in on that thing. Well, his eh, his his eyes are bigger. They are much bigger, <laughs> <laughs> and they could. And they can adapt, I guess. So maybe they can adapt to looking at things close up about all the bullets coming at him. And so obviously Bruce has a big like, I'm being shot reaction to it. It's the worst thing because Hulk does all of the fighting and Bruce gets all the post-traumatic stress. Right, right. So like he has to deal with all the uh, dealing with this. It's interesting because now we see that sometimes the memories seep through. Right. And we'll see this because obviously it's the same character, even though it's played by a different actor as we continue on, that he gets glimpses but doesn't really get – it's not like uh, Bruce is riding in the passenger seat as the Hulk does his stuff, watching everything going, oh, no, don't, oh, don't. He is gone. For those, and every once in a while he gets little snippets of things that the Hulk has done, but for the most part he has no idea what the Hulk was actually doing or where he is. Uh, any of that stuff. So, yeah, once again, Bruce gets the raw deal. Now, I know you've talked about how much a fan you are of of, of creative dissolves. Yes. And you must have been a, you must have loved this because this I did. is a well-done one, nice. right? Yeah. Between the shower head going to the to the artillery fire. Yeah. That, I thought and that then was the, all the, uh, the CG steam to make sure that his, his bits were covered because so, PG-13. I guess we need to talk about this. Yeah. So uh, we see Bruce has this flashback. He falls down. We go to an overhead shot of the shower. Bruce Bruce discreetly falls down into sort of a fetal position, mm-hmm. and he's naked. Oh, yes. This is the first slash only full naked shot of someone in the MCU. Huh? Yeah, I, I think it is. Uh, well, well uh, other than another appearance by the Hulk coming in a later movie. <laughs> <laughs> True. But, I mean, are, are you referring to specifically to Avengers, like to heroes? Because I can think of a semi-naked shot. Oh, right. Possibly. Right. Exactly. Iron Man. I don't I don't know what you call this, because I don't know yeah. if this was necessary. I don't think they had to do this. <laughs> Plus, you had to then, not only that, but yes, everyone, mm-hmm. there was a CGI artist who yes. had to place... A protective steam yes. in certain areas. Right. <laughs> Which, okay. The, sometimes, you know, sometimes you get to animate the Hulk punting a guy across the field. Sometimes you got to cover Edwards Norton. His butt shape. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you're right. going to do. No, it's just interesting. I mean, because it is. I mean, you know, we've talked about the some of the controversy, some of the little controversies about the crafting of this movie. And clearly, I'm sure there was someone who really wanted to do this and someone who mm-hmm. was like, I'm not sure, but whatever. It it just does seem odd. Yeah. I mean, just and especially like you said, I mean, just because we, we know where the MCU is today and how how much important reputation is and what, what viewers expect of that movie. It just seemed like an interesting shot. Yeah. So, so uh, as we, we cut back to Betty coming back, and so we now get to see the hotel room proper oh, as she walks in carrying her stuff. And as yes. she walks in, it's sort of like, oh, hey, this is, as she first steps in, I'm like, this is pretty nice. They have two full beds. Hey, that's great. Oh, wait. 
It's a mirror on the door showing the one bed. <laughs> oh, it's half the size. Oh, you wacky mirrors. You and, got me again. And what's over the bed? A big mounted fish. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't exactly tell what kind of fish it was. I think it was a marlin. Yeah, But I couldn't tell too. the front to see if it had the, the, the pointed sword of a swordfish. Um, but yeah, it's 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 this is a straight seventies tacky central. This is totally weirdly odd wooden headboard, weird nature themed wallpaper, yeah. brick this, on the one wall. <laughs> this is a hundred percent a set. There's, oh, this yeah. is not oh, an actual course. thing. And think, but uh, once again, for a production design, it looks like there's a real station wagon sitting out in front of oh, it. Because yeah. as she yeah. opens the door, there's a station wagon sitting there. So they like right. roll the station wagon into the set just as backdrop for when she has to open the door. Which maybe it's, a, maybe it's a big mural. <laughs> and you wonder why movies cost so much. Yeah, I, I'm sure it's a mural, but I think that's a real station wagon there too. That's funny. Um, yeah. No, but this is this is as though we joked about it obviously in the beginning. Yeah, I mean this is just the classic tacky motel oh, yes. room that yeah. you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure the uh, the Winchesters are staying in the hotel room right next door to them. Right. Uh, yeah, it's it's the the classic one, and so. Uh, Betty hears a horrible sound coming from the bathroom, and we assume it's Bruce going through more trauma. Ah, you know, like freaking out about a memory he has of the Hulk. But it's not. It's uh, <laughs> it's Bruce inducing vomiting. <laughs> that is what it does sound like to the audience. Yeah, I'm not sure that's what she heard. Yeah, we won't know about that until the next minute. Right, as he steps out with the toothbrush in his mouth, it was sort of like. Huh. So she sets down her bags from uh, what looks like Wade and Company. I was I, I did try to do some research on this and I could not find anything on there. So it's this is either an uh, obscure Canadian company, like maybe this was their J.C. Penney's. Uh, is it right. you? You thought it was J.T. Wade? So when, so there's one shot. If you just stop it right, yeah. and we look at our high res ones, there, it, the logo's like a J.T. in a circle uh-huh. with a Wade, and then the ampersand, and then company. yeah, Wade and Company. And I think. No, and I think it is a play, just from what we tell, there doesn't seem to be any retailer or no, department store or anything, anything at that time. I think this is a play on JCPenney, okay. and I think it is just a JT Waiting Company, and here they go. This is the, this is the uh, Pingo Dose of, of right, department stores? It, exactly. I just think that's cool, though, again, for the designers, the fact that they had to create plastic <laughs> shopping bags. <laughs> that's right. That and silkscreen them or something? I mean, to, I mean yeah. yeah, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just, okay, you know, we talk about our, our work sometimes. I mean, like, I'm a designer. I can't imagine going to a printer and going, all right, what do you need? Well, I need I need custom shopping yeah. bags. Oh, that's cool. Well, how many do you want? Two. Two. <laughs> you realize it's going to be like $200 just to set one, right? No, I yeah. mean, well, no, that's the kind of thing where it would be like $500 for two, uh-huh. $600 for a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, what did, I mean yeah, I, I thought, that's how that I thought works. it would be really cool to do, um, custom jerseys for my groomsmen when I got married and so oh, I went nice. in and I talked to them and, and I was like they're like well how many you want I was like oh you know five and they're like okay well you realize it's going to be like <laughs> 250 bucks just to make one and then ten dollars for everyone after that I was like oh <laughs> well thank you have a nice day <laughs> I didn't like I was paying for my own wedding I don't know that kind of money so Pens. Everybody Wait, gets pens. Oh, uh, pens. There we go. I was going to say, what'd you get? Pens. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Uh, yeah, so, so Bruce comes out uh, wearing just a towel and a toothbrush. Ooh, hello, ladies. Nice. Uh, and then he says, uh, I feel a lot better. So, <laughs> so after 
shower and a, a nice vomiting session, you know, clean teeth. A shower really does set a person right. It does work. You never, never underestimate the, the therapeutic power of being clean. And that is where Minute 64 comes to an end. So now you know why we went on this crazy <laughs> story about motel rooms, because that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's all we got. Yeah, not a whole lot happening here. It's just not quite the hallway scene, but, uh, you know, similar, close to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But again, <laughs> we, we understand the why this is happening. You got to, oh, yeah, again, yeah. you got to have right. these moments. There, so. now, now Betty has joined Bruce in his fugitive life. Right. And so we're going we're gonna to see how that, how that ramification plays out over the next couple minutes. So if you like lengthy digressions about hotels, well, you can do your parts to make sure you can hear even more of them because we are on Patreon. Yes, even just a dollar a month to help offset our costs. Uh, you can do your part to ensure that quality content like this continues. And even, uh, I don't know, let's say, uh, set a ransom. Say, uh, I'll give you a dollar a month if you can just stop them talking about hotel rooms for once. Okay. That might we'll do that if too. If we ever go on a if we go ever go on a road show, that'll also keep us from having to stay in a motel room. Look at it yes, that way. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I know. Please, please help us to stay in hotels. That's all Thank we you. want. Give us that sweet, sweet hotel money over at Patreon. You can find out more about it at nextreel.com slash Patreon. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you back here for minute 65. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye.